You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily ICAST, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord everybody. You made it to a Friday. Yes, you did. It is the 12th day of January. And uh, a little cloudy here in East Kentucky. Got some wind that is uh, going to pick up and actually have a wind advisory between uh, 7 a.m. this morning and 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. So keep that in mind in case you have furniture on your porch. You want to make sure that it doesn't get blowed away. And also, if you live near trees, then you might want to just keep a check on it, make sure that they're not presenting a problem. I don't know what you would do, you know, if you saw a problem because other than vacate the premises because you can't get out and cut trees in a windstorm. Well, um, anyway, uh, that's what's happening in our little portion of the world. I guess we could just go ahead and look and kind of give you an update on what is coming uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a high of 53, which is a good temperature, but uh, 
It's going to be windy, mild, with increasing clouds, periods of rain, some heavy this afternoon. And also, if you look for tomorrow, look at the high. It drops down to 38. And um, so that 38 degrees is going to be uh, the high wind advisory uh, will end at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Also, uh, look at uh, Sunday. Looks like that it's going to be uh, somewhere around uh, the, I don't know, the 28 degrees. Yeah, for the high, y'all. That's right. That's 28 degrees for the high. And uh, so, yeah, that's what's happening in our little portion of the world. I don't know why my, uh, my, uh, I guess my weather graphic has frozen. It won't scroll. But anyway, it's going to be Monday, going to be a snow. Monday and Tuesday, three to six inches. That's right, three to six inches of snow is coming our way. I know, I know. High on Monday is going to be 28. And uh, then on Tuesday, the high is only going to be 24. Yeah, three to six inches of snow. So that'll stick around because the temperature is going to stay in the 20s and 30s. And then on Friday, snow again. That's right, snow again on Friday. So we'll see how all that works out and uh, see how it becomes uh, either a problem for travel or something like that. So we just want to give you an update on that. And also, uh, we'd like to give you an update. And I can't, uh, I don't know why my why my uh, weather one is not uh, working. Let me see if I refresh it, if that changes anything. And, uh, well, it's not going to change anything. It's just, it's just decided it don't want to talk, I guess, to my other computer. But, uh, if you was to be able to see (laughs) the graphic, the rain is pushing right at the edge of where we're located at. So we'll have some rain today, some wind today, and uh, just be aware of the storms coming through East Kentucky. And and since we can't do our graphic, we might as well just go back to this graphic. And um, let's see what else we got. Oh, we got birthdays that we need to make mention of. And, of course, uh, some of these birthdays, uh, we get them off of our friends on Facebook and those that send in uh, the uh, birthdays and let us know that it's your birthday. So for January's birthday today, we have Joanna Fletcher. And I think that that is one that is connected. uh, And, you know, sometimes uh, we have people that you may see on here that may have already passed and uh, we don't want to uh, disrespect anyone but we're honoring someone and then you've got um, some people uh, that uh, have two as you can see on there and we will try to correct that but uh, I do want to uh, uh, 
I do want to say happy birthday to all of these that you see scrolling. I'll not even read their names. I'll just let you see their names, and that way uh, you can wish them a happy birthday on the comment section or the chat room. How would that be? And so there's our birthdays for today. And also, we'd just like to say happy birthday to all of these from all of us right here at CAC Daily iCast. And let's see what else we got going on here. Looking at our announcements, of course, we want to uh, be reminded of upcoming events. And we have several of them. And we want to mention that our men's meeting is always the first Monday of the month. That'll be in February coming up. Our Section 3 rally will be Friday, February the 2nd, 7.30 p.m., Grayson, UPC, Grayson, Kentucky. And KYC this year, Friday through Saturday, February the 16th and 17th, Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky, speaker, Brother Josh Carson. Also, Section 3 conference, February 22nd and 23rd. And we do have our prayer requests that we want everybody to be praying about. And we will mention the last 10 of these. Uh, Tara and her, new, her newborn baby, Gail Diamond, Chloe Absher, Stephen and Ginger. And uh, let's remember Mildred, Renee Stiltner, Janie, Wendell Swartz, Jimmy Wagner family, and also Luke Williams. Let's remember all of these. And if you have a prayer request you'd like to make known, you can uh, let us know about it by putting it in the chat room comment section, or you can email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org or call in at 606-282-4108. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up the service today. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today with the broadcast to be able to fellowship with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, that we would do something productive for you today. And I pray also, Lord, that you would just bring healing and deliverance to all of those on our prayer list, all of our viewers. Put a hedge of protection around all of us, Lord, and protect us from the pandemics, the plagues, the pestilence, and the diseases of the day. I pray also, Lord, that you would bring revival to every life, every area. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, the Lord has been so good to all of us. We can all say that. Uh, and I think that uh, this year, as we start out a new year, we should start out with more in 24, more of Jesus, more uh, Bible reading, more church attendance, more, uh, you know, doing more for the Lord in 24. And let's try to make that our motto all year long. Well, we're going to read our way through the Old Testament. We are in First Chronicles chapter 7. Chapter 7. Now the sons of Issachar were Tola and Pua, Jashub and Shimron, four. And the sons of Tola, Uzai and Rephiah and Jeriel and Jamai and Jibsam and Shemuel, heads of their father's house, to wit, of Tola. 
They were valiant men of might in their generations, whose number was in the days of David two and twenty thousand and six hundred. And the sons of Uzai, Israhiah, and the sons of Israhiah, Michael and Obadiah, and Joel, Ishiah, five, all of them chief men. And with them by their generations, after the house of their fathers, were bands of soldiers for war, six and thirty thousand men, for they had many wives and sons. And their brethren among all the families of Issachar were valiant men of might, reckoned in all by their genealogies fourscore and seven thousand. The sons of Benjamin, Bela and Beker, and Jediel, three. And the sons of Bela, Esben, and Uzai, and Uzziel, and Jeremoth, and Iri, five. Heads of the house of their fathers, mighty men of valor, and were reckoned by their genealogies twenty and two thousand and thirty and four. And the sons of Beker, Samira and Joash, and Eliezer, and Elioenai, and Omri, and Jeremoth, and Abiah, and Anathoth, and Alameth. All these are the sons of Beker. And the number of them after their genealogy by their generations, heads of the house of their fathers, mighty men of valor, was twenty thousand and two hundred. The sons also of Jediel, Bilhan, and the sons of Bilhan, Jeish and Benjamin, and Ehud, and Canaanah, and Zethan, and Tharshish, and Ahishahar. All these the sons of Jediel, by the heads of their fathers, mighty men of valor, were seventeen thousand and two hundred soldiers, fit to go out for war and battle. Shopim also, and Hapim, the children of Ur, and Hushim, the sons of Aher, the sons of Naphtali, Jaziel, and Gunai, and Jezer, and Shalom, the sons of Bilhah, the sons of Manasseh, Ashriel, whom she bare, but his concubine, the Aramitess, bare Maker, the father of Gilead. And Maker took to wife the sister of Huppim and Shuppim, whose sister's name was Maacah. And the name of the second was Zelophehad, and Zelophehad had daughters. And Maacah, the wife of Maker, bare a son. And she called his name Perish. And the name of his brother was Sherish. And his sons were Ulam and Rakim. And the sons of Ulam, Bedan. These were the sons of Gilead, the son of Maker, the son of Manasseh. And his sister, Hamoliketh, bare Ishad, and Abiezer, and Mahalah. And the sons of Shemida were Ahian, and Shechem, and Lichai, and Aniam. And the sons of Ephraim, Shuthila, and Berid his son, and Tahath his son, and Elida his son, and Tahath his son. And Zabad his son, and Shuthila his son, and Ezer, and Eliad whom the men of Gath that were born in that land slew because they came down to take away their cattle. And Ephraim their father mourned many days, and his brethren came to comfort him. And when he went in to his wife, she conceived and bare a son. And he called his name Bariah, because it went evil with his house. And his daughter was Shira, who built Bethhoran the nether and the upper, and Uzan Shira. And Repha was his son, also Resheph and Tila his son, and Tahan his son, Laodan his son, Amahud his son, Elishama his son, Non his son, Jehoshua his son. And their possessions and habitations were Bethel and the towns thereof, and eastward Naaran, and westward Gezer, 
with the towns thereof. Shechem also, and the towns thereof, unto Gaza, and the towns thereof. And by the borders of the children of Manasseh, Bethshean and her towns, Taanach and her towns, Megiddo and her towns, Dor and her towns. In these dwelt the children of Joseph, the son of Israel. The sons of Asher, Imna and Isua and Ishuai and Bariah and Sira, their sister. And the sons of Bariah, Eber and Malchiel, who is the father of Berzavith. And Heber begat Japhlet and Shomer, and Hotham, and Shua their sister. And the sons of Japhlet, Pasek, and Bimhal, and Azvath. These are the children of Japhlet. And the sons of Shamer, Ahi, and Roga, Jehaba, and Aram. And the sons of his brother Helam, Zophah, and Imna, and Shelish, and Amel. The sons of Zophah, Sua, and Harnifer, and Shul, and Berai, and Imrah. Bezer, and Hod, and Shammah, and Shilsha, and Ithran, and Bera, and the sons of Jether, Jephani, and Pispah, and Era, and the sons of Ullah, Era, and Haniel, and Rezia. All these were the children of Asher, heads of their father's house, choice and mighty men of valor, chief of the princes. And the number throughout the genealogy of them that were apt to the war and to battle was twenty and six thousand men. It is currently twenty nine degrees outside. Got some rain coming in, going to be a little bit warmer, close to 50 some degrees. That's right, it's going to be close to 53. And then the bottom drops out, going to be 38 and then down in the 20s with snow, three to six inches Monday and Tuesday, and then snow again on Friday. So next week's going to be full of snow, cold. A good time to stay in and watch CAC Daily ICAST. Well, why you say let's do a little something? You got a minute? Of course you got a minute. Well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. A California community college graduate has settled a lawsuit that will end limits on free speech on campus. Kevin Shaw wanted to pass out copies of the U.S. Constitution on campus grounds, but school officials told him that he could only do it in a designated free speech zone. After a two-year legal battle, the Los Angeles Community College District has agreed to end those zones and allow free speech in all areas of campus. After the settlement, Shaw said that he was thankful to know that future students won't have to worry about being harassed for expressing their political opinions and handing out literature. Now, this is an important legal victory for the First Amendment, which, if the administrators understood it, would have prevented this controversy in the first place. 
Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. Well, of course, you know that was not 60 Seconds with the Pastor. That was 60 Seconds with Richard Nelson and the Commonwealth Minute. So uh, we thought we was on the right uh, graphic and hit the wrong button. So there we go. But anyway, we do that anyway a little bit later. We do it usually after our uh, our trivia question. So with uh, that already taken care of, why well, you say let's do our trivia question? right now Radio. join us monday through friday from 10 a.m to 12 noon Woo-wee! that's some mighty fine internet radio What time is it? i tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m., whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays, 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question is this. What time is it? How many times did Laban change Jacob's wages? According to Jacob, how many times did Laban change Jacob's wages? According to Jacob, all you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, it'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. And uh, speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question, which was this. What time is it? Who was the first man in the Bible to have two wives at the same time? And out of those that participated, Well, it looks like that 100% of you got it correct with Lamech. And that is Genesis chapter 4, verse number 19. So 100% of you got it correct. And we'll give you a hand clap for getting that right. The first man in the Bible to have two wives at the same time was Lamech. So keep that in mind. And thank you for participating in that uh, trivia question. And, of course, today's trivia question is simply this. How many times did Laban change Jacob's wages according to Jacob? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It will take you where you need to go. That's right. It will. 
26 in the a.m. here in East Kentucky. And if you got a minute, well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. So let's see if we can't squeeze this in right now. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard McKinney, and welcome to another 60 seconds with the pastor. Exodus chapter 24 and verse number 7 says, And he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people, and they said, All that the Lord has said we will do and be obedient. Moses took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. Did you know that the American Bible Society recently released a report showing that only 9% of Americans read their Bible every day? This is the lowest figure they've ever reported while running the report for over a decade. Maybe we should take a note out of Moses' life. He took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. That was 60 seconds with the pastor. Just uh, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. And uh, today's episode is episode number seven of this year. And uh, this is the 12th day of the year. But uh, we usually get about 200 episodes, a little over 200 episodes per year in. And when we do that at the end of this year, we'll have over 2,300 episodes. That is a milestone. So, uh, yeah, we'll have that going on at the end of the year. We'll celebrate once again, just like we did this past December. And, uh, well, let's see what time it is. It's 1028 and uh, in the a.m. here, 29 degrees on this cool, crisp Friday morning. But it's supposed to warm up to 53. So, yeah, it's got a lot of climbing to do. But uh, rain's coming and all of that good stuff. So I guess we'll just have to uh, we'll just have to just take whatever comes our way. And as, as we said, it's going to be 53 today. But look at tomorrow. It falls down to 38 for the high. So keep that in mind as the weekend approaches. Well, let's uh, take our little break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lag. And we record our teaching sessions. We put them on the archives so people can watch them on their own time frame. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. 
You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountain Top Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century styles. We bring you uh, some information. Hopefully you get some inspiration from the Lord and some revelation from the Lord, and we all leave here better than we came. We want to pick up where we left off yesterday, and of course, we are in Revelation chapter 16, and we want to look at verse number 17 today in opening up. So uh, let's begin to read in Revelation 16 and verse number 17. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found, and there fell upon men a great hell out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. Now, I want to uh, that ends the chapter there, but I want to kind of focus on this uh, last statement uh, that all of this is being poured out upon men. Uh, earthquake likes never been seen before. Mountains being leveled. Uh, cities crumbling. And yet men are blaspheming God blaspheming God, speaking evil against God because of these plagues. This shows you how evil men have, have gotten and how hard-hearted men have gotten. 
So keep that in mind as we study today, and I want us to go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be uh, lesson number 1139 of our study through the word, and let's ask the Lord to give us wisdom today as we study his word. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to study your word and take your word off the pages of the book and apply it to our minds and Lord, help us to understand it. Help us to expound it fully that we may all leave here with more knowledge than we came. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, looking at this uh, seventh vial or seventh um, judgment being poured out, it is similar to the seventh plague in Egypt in Exodus chapter 9, um, verses 23. 2 through 26. Uh, you know, um, when you talk about the great city, uh, many question, does this mean Jerusalem? Does this mean uh, when it talks about the great city, uh, is this talking about Jerusalem being divided into three parts? Well, uh, you know, that's just a educated guess or not even maybe an educated guess. Maybe it's just a guess. Uh, more important, uh, Babylon will be judged. So uh, it's not so much, uh, you know, of things that we don't see and clearly see, but some things we do clearly see, and we know that Babylon is going to be judged. And also, uh, we're going to see that this is the world's most fierce earthquake that has ever happened upon this earth. An earthquake like never seen before. Now, we've seen some devastating earthquakes. Uh, I haven't seen an earthquake, uh, you know, uh, wreak uh, devastation of house and buildings and things like that falling, uh, just other than news reports. But uh, here in Kentucky, uh, we have some uh, tremors every now and then from some faults that run through Kentucky. And we feel just a little bit of a, uh, I'm sure California residents would say, y'all don't even have earthquakes because it just kind of like somebody, you know how when somebody uh, walks across the floor and it kind of shakes a little bit every now and then? That's about all we feel here in Kentucky. Um but this earthquake that is going to be happening during this judgment that's being poured out will be the world's most fierce, most fierce earthquake ever. Nothing like it. There's never been one before that will equal to it. It will be off the charts of, you know, earthquakes are measured on a scale, and it might be on the Richter scale of maybe four or five. But uh, this will be off the charts. It will not be like anything else that man has seen. That's why when the judgments begin to happen in the end time, it's going to be like none other time you've ever seen come up on this earth. And uh, a talent is equal to weighing 125 pounds is some estimates. So these, these, um, these hell... Uh, uh, you know, balls, if you will, that begin to fall upon man 
are going to be each 125 pounds. Now, I don't know if you've ever been hit in the head with a with a sizable uh, hell ball. Uh, you know, at one time we had uh, golf ball size hell and, and some a little bit bigger that, uh, uh, you know, windows were shattered and, and cars and automobiles were beaten up. And uh, if one of those hit you in the head, it hurt. Uh, but can you imagine a 125-pound uh, hell ball falling that would hit you? And this is not, uh, this is hell stones uh, weighing 125 pounds. Um, imagine uh, the image of this, uh, you know, having a great earthquake like none other. Uh, these 125-pound hailstones falling, uh, the image of blasphemers being stoned, uh, hitting them, crushing them, uh, all of these things, and Satan's religious system, his political, economic, military systems are about to be judged. Even after all these plagues, men would not, and I want to stress that, would not repent. They kept blaspheming God, speaking evil of God. You see, if we're not careful, we will find ourselves um, being upset at God over things that happened to us. Now, I know people that get upset at God because uh, the Lord didn't provide something for them or heal them or uh, deliver their loved one or their loved one passed away and, and they thought God should heal them, so they get mad at God. Uh, you know, this is something we see on a, on a lower scale, if you will, uh, in our world today. But think about when all of this is transpiring, this, this seventh judgment this seventh judgment, and seventh judgment, of course, means complete. Uh, it, it's a, it's seven is God's perfect number, number of completion. And when we look at this, we see the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, It is done. Well, you know, when you start looking at this and you start seeing how that, uh, Everything is starting to be seen that, uh, you know, uh, this judgment is not uh, a mild judgment. Because when you think of the earthquake, let's just start with the earthquake. When you think of the earthquake being worse than any that man has seen, and I want to kind of bring that back up for us because there was a great earthquake. Um, and, of course, this voice coming out of the temple uh, of heaven from the throne, from the throne saying it is done. So we know that uh, the announcement coming from the throne tells us uh, that there will be no more delay. And, uh, you know, God's mercy has been extended to man and is extended right now. But when all of this starts unfolding and the final judgments are taking place and the final destruction upon this earth, there is not going to be um, 
any mercy. Uh, you know, there's not going to be any mercy because when his wrath is being poured out, it will accomplish what he, he desires it to do. And he's already warned us that this world is going to be destroyed. Fire, brimstone, uh, these hailstones of 125 pounds, uh, earthquake like never seen, cities are leveled. Mountains are moved. Um, it's just it's just a terrible, terrible uh, time of destruction. Everything around man is now starting to fall apart and starting to fall. And so um, we find that uh, when this is poured out, uh, you know, uh, this particular judgment, um, it it is poured out. Uh, in such a way that man cannot escape it. Uh, where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? Uh, you know, people try to uh, hide in the rocks and the mountains. We, we've studied that. But they can't find no hiding place because uh, everything is now moving. Everything is now falling. Everything is now dis- destroyed. This is, this is a terrible view. If we could just kind of get a mental picture, and I know it's hard to get a mental picture, but if we could get a mental picture, we could see just simply how devastating this uh, scene would be. You know, you look at uh, images right now where cities are bombed or military installations are bombed, and you see the destruction, buildings leveled, um, rubble just piled up everywhere. What used to be cities or what used to be homes is now just rubble. That is the way it's going to be during this time. It's just going to be destruction everywhere. And so it was so great that uh, the Bible says that it was not since men were upon the earth. So like we said, there is no comparison to this earthquake. You can't compare it to anything. And the great city, now that's that's one of the unknowns in this study. Now, most scholars think this is talking about Jerusalem and talking about uh, it being the great city. But um, since it doesn't say, we cannot 100% say that. But most people, uh, scholars think This is talking about Jerusalem, and it's divided into three parts. It's divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. The cities of the nation fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath, bringing judgment upon Babylon. Babylon Of course, uh, when you think about it, um, the fall of Babylon is more explicitly described in Revelation 17 and 18. But here it is enough to say that, that God brings the fierceness, the fierceness of his wrath upon Babylon. And uh, I think that is uh, something that when you look at, it's it's a devastation 
uh, upon it. Great hell from heaven fell upon men. And again, we reiterate, the hailstone was about 100 to 125 pounds. Some people says 100 pounds. Some people says 125. But I'm telling you, if it was 100 or if it's 125, it is going to crush and destroy everything it hits. So without that, we can look and say, uh, you know, this is a, a, a frequent tool, uh, if you will. Hell is a frequent tool of judgment uh, against God's enemy. As seen in Egypt, Exodus chapter 9, verse 24, the Canaanites in Joshua 10 and 11, uh, Israel in Isaiah 28 and 2, and Gog and Magog in Ezekiel 38 and 22. And we'll talk a little more about those uh, in a later study or, or later on. In each of these instances, hell is rained down from heaven uh, and judgment. That, that's what you just have to remember. It's judgment being brought upon men, upon Babylon. And um, so despite all their suffering, despite all the destruction, despite this earthquake that cannot be compared to anything else, men still would not repent. Think about that. Men still wanted to blaspheme God and wanted to, uh, you know, uh, just refuse God, even when they see all of this destruction. And that's that's another thing. I, I know sometimes I, I sound repetitive and I am repetitive, but it's because we need to understand today is the day of salvation. If you hear the voice of God, if you feel him tugging at you, don't put him off because every time you put him off, your heart becomes a little harder and it becomes more difficult for you to want to give your life to the Lord. And as we can see from all of this destruction that's coming upon man, men are so evil, so hard-hearted, they blaspheme God and refuse to repent. Now, um, I've seen people that have refused to repent, and and they pass away uh, with that with that mindset. I remember years ago, I was talking to someone and trying to get them to to realize they need the Lord and and to repent, and and they just said, "There's no use. There's no use now." And you know, that's where people's hearts get hardened. And we have to be very careful that we don't start becoming resistant to what the Lord wants to do in our life. Even as Christians, if we're not careful, we can become resistant. You know, I was reading something the other day um, I think I was sitting in a doctor's office and I was reading a poster on the wall and it said, uh, living in a world where, um, uh, I guess it was flu or, or something like that is antibiotic resistant. And it talks about people abusing antibiotics, 
going for a, a cold and the doctor gives them antibiotics and all of that. And people call in and say, I need a Z pack cause you got a head congestion and all that. And so with that, uh, diseases become resistant to treatment. And that's what happens is, is when we overly resist the Lord and, and, and refuse the Lord and don't do what the Lord asks us to do, then we become resistant. We become resistant. And so this is why the suffering had no effect on them. Sickness and sorrow did not convict them. Uh, you know, watching mountains being moved and earthquake like never before, unaffected. All this devastation all around them, this disease and despair didn't even phase them, if you will. This is something there that uh, there was no pain, no suffering, no destruction that caused them to want to serve the Lord. It only caused them to want to blaspheme the Lord. That's pretty sad, isn't it? That's pretty sad. But um, when you when you um, look at this, um, it, it is something that is so destructive that nothing can escape it. And so when God's judgment gets ready to be poured out, there will be no, no escape from this judgment. That's why today, if you hear the voice of God, do not harden your heart. I plead with you. I ask you, don't find yourself getting resistant to the pull of the Lord. Don't, don't be resistant today. Don't resist the Lord. Submit yourself to God and then resist the devil. But don't resist the Lord. Today is your day, my day, to submit ourselves to God. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for the study today. We know that this devastation is coming. And Lord, I just pray that you would deal with hearts right now. Those that are watching by way of uh, live webcast or those that will watch by way of on demand at a later time. That you will deal with their hearts. You will keep pulling at them. And Lord, I pray that they will not be resistant to you. But they will submit to you. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed the teaching today. It is a Friday. That means that... Uh, we're going to uh, have a weekend, and we want to see everybody on Sunday at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. at CAC and at 2 p.m. at Pikeville. 
whether you live in the Phelps area or surrounding area or in Pikeville in the surrounding area, come on out and be with us uh, during service on Sunday. And we also have our trivia question up and running. How many times did Laban change Jacob's wages according to Jacob? And that's according to Jacob. So keep that in mind. And of course, uh, we got to get out of here and get some stuff done. Going to be a windy day, but uh, colder weather and snow is on the way. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us once again. Everybody, go to church this weekend. We are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.